podcast is brought to you by HCN, your source for the latest news in gaming, movies, and entertainment. Enjoy the show. So I'm pretty sure we're just going to start with you singing. Pretty much. Um, Hello, funky listeners, and welcome to Funk Radio. Welcome to another episode of Beethoven Radio. <laughs> Featuring your, Kyle singing, kind of. This is your host, Ludwig von Kyle. And... <laughs> see, I was going to like try to make up some... Baron von Peter Pants. There you go. I was going to make up some German name. I didn't want to like say anything offensive. offensive. So I guess what we wanted to talk about today a little bit, uh, not necessarily in a hugely long episode, we just wanted to kind of touch on um, kind of the somewhat recent advent of high quality audio devices that are starting to become a little bit popular. I wouldn't even say they're popular as much as they're just becoming a thing in general. Mm-hmm. You know, after a decade or so of MP3 being the dominant audio format, I think people are starting to realize that, hey, MP3 in terms of quality is actually really shitty. So um, let's explore more high resolution versions of this music so that we can enjoy it better. I in I guess in discussing this topic, I wanted to kind of segue into vinyl a little bit, um, just right, kind yeah. of talking about the duality of, you know, the MP3 versus the vinyl, which is pretty much the two ends of the spectrum on music quality. Right. And I happened to stumble upon an article saying that there is now a Netflix for vinyl records. It's a service that basically it's kind of like the old version of Netflix, where they would ship you discs and you ship them back. But oh, is that kind of Netflix for okay. vinyl? And it's like a monthly subscription service, and they send you records. That's really cool. That's actually cool. really cool. That's really cool. Is it sad that I completely forgot that Netflix used to do that? That's I know. I was just, <laughs> I was just thinking that. Okay, do you remember? I think it was like our senior year back in 2012 when Netflix wanted to break off its streaming and shipment service into like two different companies, and everyone like flipped their shit over it. Yeah. And like now. Do they even ship discs anymore? I think I don't they even... still have it, but because I think we would have heard about it if they had gotten rid of it completely. True, but I mean, no one that I, I know. know uses it that way anymore. Yeah, I don't know anybody. To, I mean, if anything, people use Redbox if they really yeah, want to. I think that's probably more popular now than I've never used Redbox though. I got to be honest. I mean, I've used it probably five times or so. Really, um, it, it works fine. I always have, like, a fear that someone's going to either, like, not give the disc back and then I'm going to get, like, a blank one or it's going to be, like, the wrong one. But well, I, guess I think they have, got... like, barcodes and stuff on them so you don't yeah, get the wrong I, stuff. I guess you just ha- you had just as much risk when you used to go into Blockbuster. I miss Blockbuster. I know that sounds really sad and pathetic, but I used to, like, <laughs> going through the aisles and, like, picking a movie to watch on a Friday night. That That was definitely an experience that you don't really have anymore yeah now it's just like scroll 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 Ooh, yeah click watch i'm gonna watch snowpiercer i just watched el dorado last i wrote el dorado last night because i haven't seen the movie since basically it came out with the, the animated, animated one. movie yeah. that's mm-hmm. funny 
I think that was DreamWorks. That was before they did like Shrek and 3D and stuff. Yeah, that was like old DreamWorks. I totally forgot that they freaking did The Prince of Egypt. Yeah, they did. Blew my mind. That was a good movie, even though it had like obvious religious overtones. Um, Right. Still a good movie. Anyways, um, sorry I kind of went off on like a vinyl tangent, but I just stumbled upon that and I thought it was cool. Yeah, well, actually, uh, that reminds me because we have, you know, at least a couple of times in the in the past we've talked about on the show, you know, the the quality difference between MP3 and vinyl. Yeah. Um, So that's something we have touched on before. And that's and that maybe I mean, since we're talking about the high high resolution audio formats now. Maybe that is like in response to the kind of resurgence of vinyl as a viable format. Because yeah. my my logic is with stuff like Spotify and that Beats Music, all of these different ser- and Pandora, all of these different services that allow you to stream music, all on Netflix, for a monthly fee, make the idea of purchasing MP3s, you know, individually from say iTunes, mm-hmm. a lot less appealing. So in order to kind of create some viability for purchasing individual music tracks or, you know, digital CDs or whatever, what have you, they need to make it in a format that seems that you can't get in other, in other ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like if I can stream as many songs as I want from Spotify for 10 bucks a month or pay $10 for one CD on iTunes, <laughs> what yeah. are most people going to do? Right. So, um, I mean, call me old fashioned, but I still do occasionally buy music. I do too. Well, obviously. <laughs> well, I mean, digitally. Really? Not, not violent. Yeah. Um, okay. Not all the time, but I will do it occasionally. Um, I, I do it if it's like an indie artist and it's either one of those like pay what you want or it's like a reasonable price. Oh, yeah. Well, definitely, definitely with those. Yeah. Um, like, like a lot of electronic artists that I like, you know, they they put the stuff on up on Bandcamp, and it's like, hey, pay what you want. So I throw them like you know four or five bucks. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Certainly with those. Um. I guess. Um. I don't really know why I do it. I think I just like the flexibility of knowing it's my own. Like no matter what, even if like the if Spotify were to go down, or if I want to listen to it when I'm not online, or you know, in the car, whatever, whatever. I always have it like on me, in a format that I can use with a lot of flexibility versus yeah. depending on, Oh, if I stop paying them all of a sudden, I'm not going to have all this music anymore. Yeah. A friend of mine mentioned that when I first was describing Spotify, they're like, well, what if Spotify goes down? You like lose all this music you archived in like playlists and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a good point. So like, if I really like an artist, like you said, I'll either, well, what I do a lot too, especially for artists that I really, really support, and what a lot of them do that's cool is I'll buy the vinyl, and very mm. often it'll come with a digital download. Okay. So by get, I get the vinyl, I get the physical format, but I also get the digital format for free with that purchase. Okay. That allows me to have a backup, and that's like if I really like the artist, like I don't know, like the Black Keys or something that I have. But otherwise, you know, occasionally I'll pay for like you know, songs here or there, especially with like indie artists. But otherwise I really, I don't know. I just use Spotify. I never really thought about the concept of like, what if Spotify goes under? Yeah. Um, well, I guess that's not really on my mind when I do buy. And usually I don't buy like whole albums. Usually if I'm buying something, it's like an individual song. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm not spending hundreds of dollars on music. Cause I do use Spotify a lot too. Yeah. Honestly. I, get, I mean, 
And plus, I get a lot of free music uh, from artists off uh, SoundCloud too. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a really big SoundCloud user as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. It's so funny though because of that new format of either giving it away for free, doing a pay what you want kind of format. It just makes it makes the 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 purchase model of a dollar a song seems so much less appealing, even for artists I like. Right. If I'm gonna do that then I'm going to really invest and I'm going to buy a physical thing that I can hold and touch, you know, a mm-hmm. CD that I can either rip uh, into digital or a vinyl that comes with a digital download so right. that I have something I can touch, but I have the digital as well. Paying per song for something that's a digital format that is intangible almost seems like you're just renting it. It's like you're renting, really from iTunes you kind of are. Well, from Spotify or something, you're definitely renting it. Oh, no. yeah, 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 of course. No, I'm I'm talking more, you know, you buy But you're saying if you buy it, it's kind of like rent. You buy a song yeah. on iTunes, it's iTunes format. You can really only put it on an iPod or an iPhone. If it magically gets deleted from your library by, you know, the iTunes demons, then you're kind of screwed, which has happened to me before, actually, a long time ago. I had a bunch of songs that just magically disappeared, and I was like, okay, and I couldn't get them mm. back whatsoever that's why i if i whenever i actually do buy music at any given time i always buy it from amazon um mm-hmm. because they give you just straight mp3s there's no drms attached to it or anything exactly just go- so google there's play no, does the same thing right? in google play yeah exactly yeah so i like and that, that flexibility and that makes itunes seem all the more archaic itunes is basically like serving you its own drm laced you know <laughs> format Right, as opposed to something that's a bit more nebulous, and then you can do whatever you want with, like an MP3. Yeah, it seems kind of silly. Yeah, so I mean, that's that. I guess that's why I will occasionally, yeah, buy something. Yeah, um, I mean, I do, I, I've never. I don't think I've ever bought music from iTunes. Long really. time ago, when I had an iPod, I did. Mm. And I, you know, I would get iTunes cards for Christmas and stuff. Right, and I'd be like, "Yay, I can buy twenty-five songs. What will I buy?" <laughs> um. But like, like even I think that there's a I I sent you an article a little bit before Christmas that Windows was giving away like a whole oh, yeah. bunch of albums in the month of December, like a hundred albums for free, and a lot of them were like pretty. Some of that was pretty legit artists. music. Yeah, yeah, I and got a bunch of stuff from that. I got like twelve or you know twelve or fourteen albums for completely for free. Yeah. From major artists that are pretty recent, like uh, Ed Sheeran or whatever his name is, Shireen, Sharon, whatever. Um, I don't know. The guy, that British guy who's really popular now. He looks like a hobbit. I'm not good with popular music. Sorry. Uh, um, it's the album that's green with the X on it. Does that help at all? No. Damn sorry. It. <laughs> okay. I thought you might have saw it in like Starbucks or something. Uh, oh, wait, you don't drink Starbucks. I don't go to Starbucks. God damn it! You're so hipster. <laughs> Is that the new hipster thing, not going to Starbucks? Sadly, I think it is. I really think it is. Oh my god, I'm going to go on a Starbucks <laughs> rant right now. So, All right. Starbucks has this new thing called the Flat White. It's like this weird... I don't even know what it is. It's like a cappuccino made with some special shots that, and the foam is poured in some stupid special way. And it seems like Starbucks' attempt at trying to reclaim that sort of pretentious hipster coffee nature about itself because it comes in like a special 
ceramic cup that you can get like to sip while you're there as opposed to getting it in a to-go cup what is it called white what flat white flat white i'm looking I don't know. It's, it's a european thing and basically it just seems like a very frail attempt to kind of reclaim some of the territory that more indiv- you know more mom and pop coffee shops have started to to claim mm. by having these specialty drinks that you know you don't get at Starbucks and it just seems like an odd move on their part because their entire purchase model and and really their the, the habit that they've built into consumers over the last 10 years is getting them to pay $5 for a coffee because of the experience convenience of it and experience of it you get it in to go in a to-go cup you can get any custom coffee you want yeah you, you're paying up the butt for it but it's all about the convenience it's pretty fast you know even even on a day when i go into starbucks and there's like 10 people in front of me i'm still out of there in at least in under 10 minutes mm. unless it's really bad and to kind of take that purchase model and just flip it and be like no we're gonna do special custom drinks that we want you to enjoy in our coffee shops while you you know pet your cat and write your you know write your screen award-winning screenplays <laughs> it just seems so counterintuitive i don't yeah. know so yeah that that was my annoying thing of the week because i saw it obviously it's something they started to do for the new year because i noticed it like after new year's eve and i was like what is this crap because like if i want a fancy coffee there's a there's a coffee shop right by me called keen's total hipster mm. place bomb ass coffee that's actually cheaper than starbucks and you can get fancy shit like you can get, you can get like turkish <laughs> you can get turkish coffee you can get this thing called like a shake nato or shakerado i don't know it's basically just like shots in on ice shaken up with like a little bit of milk you can get like this thing called like a Falato, or it's like a shot poured over freaking ice cream, which is actually really good. Uh-huh. And all this crazy shit that, for the most part, is still cheaper than Starbucks. Hmm. And yet Starbucks is like, oh no, we're going to be fancy now. We're going to, you know, get back in with the coffee elite, not just the average Joe. Heh, <laughs> get it? Because it's a cup oh, of Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, so geez. bad at puns. Okay. So, my Starbucks our original topic was like was, high resolution audio players under, it was buried under espresso yes yeah and, yeah okay so yeah exactly i think the reason we got on that topic was because you sent me an article about a new one that came out or is coming out i i should say was yeah. this announced at ces or something i don't know i that think was, that was this week that makes sense i think yeah i think it was just announced within the last couple of days or last week or so mm-hmm says Monday, so. I can dig it. Yeah. But yeah, so what is this magical player? Well, Sony is kind of rebooting its whole Walkman thing. Um, it's basically like a high-res uh, iPod, for lack of a better term. Um, and I guess you were, I think you were telling me this too, but it also says in the article that they had like a $300 one. Yeah, um, that's... Recently. But there's... It's called the Sony Walkman A17. Okay. Which I don't know what yours is called, but the one that I saw it was three hundred bucks for a sixty-four gig player that looks a lot like the old Zune. If anyone, I was actually thinking the like. exact same thing. Yeah. Um, but sixty-four gigs. It's got a really low-res screen that's not touch. 
It's mm. which is odd nowadays. Um, but it supposedly plays like flak quality MP3. Not I shouldn't say MP3s. It plays flak files, which, right. if anyone knows their audio files, that is the highest quality digital format you can get. Basically, the the, the same that is ripped off CDs. Mm-hmm. MP3 is a compressed version of of that. Right. Um, well, this one uh, is the Walkman NWZX2. Um, and it has twice the onboard storage at 128 gigs. And uh, it seems from the, from the screenshot, or the not necessarily, but like the photos of this thing, it looks like it's basically running Android. Um, I don't know if the other oh, one yeah. did as well. It does. It does look like a version of Android. Yeah. Like um, but this one is priced at $1,200. Holy shit. So that's a lot of money. Um, I was thinking, because I think like when the original Walkmans came out in the 80s... Um, it, ru- it runs a two-year-old version of Android. Really? Holy cow, it's not even the current version. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, if it's not doing much other than playing music, I guess you don't really need yeah. all the latest Android stuff on it. Plus, the newer version of Android may or may not you know, take up more space. Maybe that's their logic. I don't know. Actually, I think they've been working on trying to make it have take a lot less space. Yeah, that's true. I know the newest version, they were really touting that, so you got a point there. Yeah. Um, anyway, as I was trying to say a second ago, um, like, I think when they first introduced the Walkman in the 80s, like, you know, they're like, hey, look, you can take your music with you on the go, whether it was, like, cassette tapes or, like, CDs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, that was, like, revolutionary because you did <sighs> not have that prior to that. Nope. Um, the closest thing you could get was basically carrying a boombox on your shoulder. And as funny as that <laughs> sounds, that's like, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, that was basically as portable as music got. Pretty so much. then when the Walkman came out, you know, that was like, holy crap. And then I think at the time they were probably in, you know, $80. I think they probably were something close to $1,200. So to hmm. see that happen again. Fun and fact, be that much, it just seems kind of ridiculous. Fun, fun fact, in 80s money, when or I guess late 70s money, when the Atari came out, it was $1,000. Holy crap. Yeah. Jeez. Isn't that weird to think about? Yeah. Like, the new PS4 is like 400 and, and then even when the PS3 came out, it was like 600 and everyone's like, that's too much money, that's ridiculous. The Atari, the Atari was, like was 1000 The equivalent of $1,000. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess I was just thinking that the price of this thing... I guess I don't really know how they're justifying that because it's not, at least in my opinion, it's not revolutionizing music in the same way that the original Walkman did in the way that I was just describing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, how are they justifying the $1,200 price tag? I have no idea. Now, does it... I'm trying to see if it gives any any clue as to the format of these of this supposed high-resolution audio. This article makes a good point, though, because, like, even though, yeah, the audio quality, yeah, the audio quality is beyond that of even a CD at FLAC, you know, the FLAC files of Mm -hmm. a CD, your ears can only pick up so much. Yeah, I was just thinking that, like, it can only, there's some threshold, I assume, where you get to a point where it's just, like, you can't uh, tell the difference anymore, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, oh, vinyl sounds better than CDs, and to a degree, maybe, because it sounds more 
analog, if that makes any sense. It definitely sense. sounds different. But it's not like, oh my god, it's, you know, it's night and day. Right. Like, if you have a good sound system, a CD can sound really good. Same with mm-hmm. a vinyl. Or a record, I should say. Um, yeah. But they're not like, you know... I, I don't know. They're not that different that it warrants, you know, paying $1,200 for something that plays slightly better. Although, yeah. people pay do pay thousands and thousands of dollars for good sound systems. That's true. So Maybe not as much as they used to. Yeah. That might have used to like yeah, that was been a bigger thing a couple decades ago. Yeah, maybe. in like the 80s and early 90s, everyone had like crazy sound systems. Even my dad talked about the sound system he had because he used to work at an audio store. Oh, funny. So he would get stuff like, you know, decently discounted, but he had some pretty crazy like amplifiers and speakers and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think with the advent of the, the personal MP3 player and, you know, computers and whatnot, I mean, I think it's become a lot more... Music has shifted from um, the big stereos where usually you play it out loud and lots of people can enjoy it. It's become a very personal thing and you have your headphones plugged in. Only you are experiencing the music mm-hmm. at that given time. Also, this is kind of random, but we were talking about how like music gets so good, I guess, that you can't really tell the difference anymore how good it is. I also feel that same way about... And I don't feel bad about a tangent here because we've been doing so many. I also feel the same way about um, like high-res TVs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah now they're introducing 4k tvs which for those of you who don't know that's four times hd i think if they if they go anywhere past that how are we even supposed to like tell anymore because they're saying oh higher pixel density and all this stuff it's like at some point it's not gonna be discernible yeah i was even reading with these new 4k tvs you have to buy one that is 64 inches or larger to even really notice the difference. If you get like a 50 inch 4K, mm. you're not going to notice a huge difference. That makes sense, I guess. But yeah, like like exactly at CES, they were announcing 8K TVs. It's just like, really? Yeah, see, I know they're going to keep going with it. And it's like how at some it, point it's not going to you know make well, any sense. You know, you're in, you know, you've done print graphics. You know, the, the standard of 300 uh, dots per inch is like the the largest amount that the eye can perceive yeah and going anymore is kind of redundant for print right same thing with pixels if you yeah, have more than exactly. 300 pixels per inch which phones already have my phone is like 400 per inch yeah i was gonna say the the, the newer iphones definitely have over 400 so it's just it's like what is the point it, it, a lot of it seems like a bit like marketing gimmicks you know, like buzzwords yeah. to say, oh, buy ours, it's better because some stupid reason that doesn't really matter. Now, now, one thing with TVs that I'll say, I don't know if there's like an equivalent with music that we can kind of tie this back into. Maybe not. Um, but I, I have read that now that the actual resolution is getting so insane that, like we said, it basically doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think, like I read that the TV makers are going to start working on uh, making and I think they're already kind of doing this making the picture seem as good as possible and like oh, yeah. the luminosity of the pixels themselves yeah I mean being much more of a thing yeah they're they're TVs most of the TVs that I've seen nowadays are already LED now that there's OLED which is even better mm-hmm. and then there's this other one that I was reading about really recently called like I kid you not it sounds like some fine scientific thing it's called like quantum pixels and uh, I think I've heard of that let me Google this really quick. 
Funk Radio is brought to you by Google. <laughs> Funk Radio is brought to you by We Don't Research Stuff. Quantum Dots. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? It sounds like it sounds like futuristic Dippin' Dots. Oh, no, I want Dippin' Dots. Um, they're basically, I'm quoting here, um, from Gizmodo, so they don't sue us. Um, they're basically nanoscale crystals that absorb light and re-emit it in a different, very specific wavelength. They basically do what the hydrocarbon semiconductors in an OLED set do, but without all the fancy organic chemistry. So basically it's the same concept as an OLED, just packaged much smaller so they can be much denser, I suppose. Mm. It sounds fancy. Oh, that's cool. They hold the key to creating a plasma quality color saturation that that never fades. Uh, brighter panels with increased contrast and wider gamuts. That is one thing a lot of people still say. Despite all their problems, when plasma TVs came out, they had really good color. And then as we moved mm. away from that to LCD and LED, um, you know... The density got better, but the color was, you know, sacrificed. Right. So, getting back on track a little bit, because I think this is probably our most tan- tangential tangential episode. Yeah, of all time. I love tangerines. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, you just keep doing it. Um, we could just talk about fruit for ten minutes. <laughs> so, I love fruit. I'm wearing Fruit of the Loom right now. I need to buy more underwear. Underwear sold at Target. I love Target because they're red. Because <laughs> um, when I sent you the link to the Walkman thing, you you told me about. I I didn't really hear about this before. Yeah. But the the Neil Young. The Pono. Pono player. Pono. Um, um, which I misread as porno player at the beginning. <laughs> I would buy that. I'm sure um, many people would. I remember. A long, not a long time ago, but a long time in tech years, like two years ago, mm. Neil Young was going around saying, you know, blah, 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 MP3 suck, blah, 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 you know, the, you know, the record industry, when they created CDs and MP3s, they, you know, sold artists down the river because, you know, the sound that they produced in studio wasn't the sound that, you know, the consumer was hearing because of all this compression and shit. So... He wanted to make, you know, a digital format that, you know, retained every bit of dynamic range that you get in the master mix in in a studio. Mm. And everyone's like, you're insane. And he was, but he made a music player called the Pono, P-O-N-O. And it looks like a Toblerone uh, because it's it's like a triangle prism shape. Yeah. Really weird. Not doesn't seem very portable, but not sure. Um, not portable, but what's the word? Ergonomic. It doesn't seem very yeah, ergonomic. Yeah. Um, it's a four hundred dollar player that plays um, similar, obviously similar, you know, higher than flak quality audio. Um, so this whole Kickstarter he had to kind of make this thing happen. So did he also develop like the proprietary format as well? Then I think so for this for this one. Yeah. Hmm. Let me see if I can. Blah blah blah. Reading things because I didn't read them beforehand. Um, it plays studio master quality digital music at the highest audio fidelity possible, which gives listeners the ability to quote experience music the artists the way the artists intended. 
Uh, um, the music player has 128 gigs of memory, it can, and it can store from about 100 to 500 high-resolution digital music albums. That's not terrible. Oh, albums. Okay. I thought you were going to yeah. say songs. I was going to say, holy shit. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> that's like that's like iPod shuffle quality. Yeah, yeah. It's a $400 iPod shuffle. Um, oh, it does have an expandable memory slot, which is good. I The Walkman does as well. Even with phones, I... Like, now that my phone has that, I really like that feature. And I now steer clear of phones that don't have that feature. Hmm. Like the iPhone. Uh, I guess that's good if, like, you want to put a bunch of music on it without taking up all the memory on the phone. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Apple and Google, they all have those cloud things now, which they're trying to encourage people to put all their music up on the cloud. And I'm just like, eh. Hmm. Because the thing I don't like about that is to access the cloud, you need to either be on Wi-Fi or you need to use data. And I don't want to have to necessarily do that for music. I want to be in the freaking middle of the desert and still listen to music. Yeah, and that kind of ties back to what I was saying earlier about, like, if you buy music, you have access to it no matter what. Exactly. On you whenever I mean, you I don't it. mind the idea of backing it up in the cloud, but I don't want that to be my sole way of accessing the music that I have. Right, yeah. Unless Wi-Fi is so insanely ubiquitous that, you know, they have it in the middle of Yosemite. <laughs> but yeah back to the pono i just like saying that pono the pono player um i guess it's designed to work with this associated website mo- ponomusic.com it's it's like itunes uh-huh. where you buy this special proprietary format from them that's 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 all they did it for so they could sell you their proprietary music just like itunes man well the the problem i have with that idea is that unless uh, everybody gets on board with this. Like you're only going to be able when, you know, you spend a few hundred dollars on this thing and then you can only buy music from certain artists, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, the one good thing about MP3 is that it's probably the most, one of the most expansive formats of all time in terms of like what you can get on it. Um, Vinyl is probably still more so mm-hmm. I would think. Um, because I mean, I know there's still really obscure stuff on vinyl that you can't find on MP3. True. Um, and here's here's the thing with these uh, these high quality MP3 players. All of these MP3 players are portable, and that's great. But how many people, and myself included, really care about super high quality audio when they're like on the go? Like, the whole point of the MP3 player is to take your music with you while you're running, while you're jogging, while you're going to work, whatever. Mm-hmm. If I'm jogging, I'm not going to stop jogging and be like, whoa, 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 this sound song's really shitty <laughs> on my Beats headphones. I want, you know, a file format that's 34 times bigger <laughs> so that I can hear, you know, every decibel in Taylor Swift's voice when she's singing. And the taters going to tate, tate, tate. Yeah, I actually, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that because, I mean, not only do you not really care as much when you're on the go, but you're not even going to notice it because you have all these other external sounds mm-hmm. coming in that you, even if you have good headphones, you're still going to get some outside noise mm-hmm. if you're out and about. So it's not like you're really going to be able to experience studio yeah. quality sound because it's yeah, not, you're I mean- not in a studio. The only two places that, you know, even as even audiophile would really care about, like, good sound is their car and their house. 
Yeah, and, and even the car, like that, the car again, like that's you still get yeah, like outside it's com- noise. It's, so it's, and it's completely limited by the speakers of the car, which you know yeah. people pay for fancy sound systems in their car and stuff. That's great, but it's still limited. Even a house, you know, you you know, to get good sound, you have to put money in and get good equipment. You can't just right, you know, have a higher quality, you know, MP3 or higher quality format digital song coming out of shitty speakers and expect it to sound good or and, and on that note then so with these with these high quality audio players do you also have to get like certain type of headphones to go along with them that can support i wouldn't that? i wouldn't assume so i would assume it's more just you know if you're putting the money in for high quality audio you want a high quality set of headphones you don't want you know apple, right. apple earbuds <laughs> yeah uh, you know, you want something nice, like, I don't, not Beats, Beats suck, like, what's that one, Sennheiser or something, I don't know. Right. Or Audio-Technica headphones. Yeah, I mean, I guess headphones work in a different way. I mean, they can, I mean, it's basically just magnetic vibrations, so I mean, I'm sure it can support Yeah. pretty much anything. It's, yeah, with, with headphones, it's just the drivers, which, you know, they, all headphones have a certain range of decibels. Right. Some have more bass than others. That's really about it. That's really any speaker, though. Right. But that's a really good point. And in fact, this kind of ties back to the whole thing because I remember, I forgot where I stumbled upon it, but it was like a website that literally takes like five songs and they play a high-quality FLAC version and an MP3 version and ask you to decide which is which. Mm-hmm. And even me, with my nerdy listening to vinyl and stuff all the time, I got like three out of five. Yeah, I've actually, uh, um, I, I forgot about that. I, I haven't done that specifically, but I have like seen examples online where they're like, hey, listen to the difference between MP3 and FLAC. And I listen and I can't tell the difference. I mean, and this is, this is actually, I forgot, this is something I want to touch on too, is that I can, depending on the song, discern just from listening like a crappy compression versus a good one. Yeah. But like in that in that case, that particular one, when it was like FLAC versus MP3, it, the MP3 wasn't compressed enough where I could tell the difference. Yeah, exactly. Unless you, exactly unless you have like a really poorly compressed MP3, then I mean, from what I understand, FLAC or what MP3 loses a lot when it when you compress it is the is not the low end or high end, but the mid range. Mm. So you lose a little bit of that. But what people usually identify with when they're hearing the songs is the two ends of the spectrum. They hear the bass and they hear the high end, which, you know, like cymbals, high tone, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mid-range is so muddled within that that it's hard for some people to discern, you know, when it's, yeah. when it's lost or not or when it's less. So, it just, I don't know. The whole thing seems like a little bit of an exercise in futility. Yeah. You know, if you want good quality audio either buy CDs, play them on a good CD system, or buy records, play them on a good record system. Yeah. Why is everyone focusing on trying to digitize this listening format? You know, when the entire point of MP3s or digital, you know, songs is their portability, and the file thus is portable. It's small. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I get that, you know, hard drives are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That's great. You know, maybe they can 
come up with an MP3 that is higher quality that's maybe, you know, twice as big, or maybe they can have, you know, I don't know, uh, MP3 record, yeah, wow, I can talk. Maybe they can have uh, music, portable music players that, like, play flack. There's really not a lot of those. I think there's some, though, right? Yeah. I think. But yeah, I think, they're not. I don't think app. I don't think iPods support it. No, 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 no. Um, phones. A lot of phones do. And honestly, there, there's another good point. Most people listen to music on their phones nowadays. Why mm. would you have a separate device that just plays music when you have a device that does the same thing but also does everything else? That's how I felt when I first got my smartphone, mm-hmm. uh, because at the time, and I still do have, um, Your have iPod an, iP- Touch. an iPod Touch. And I was like, well, what am I going to do with the iPod now? Because what's the point? But actually, I still do use both in different situations. I don't really – I have music on my phone, mm-hmm. um, but I don't use it that much. And basically, my iPod has just become my car music thing. Yeah, now. I was going to say, that's kind of It, it just stays in my car all the time. That's what happened to mine for a long time. But what I, oh, my car has a little uh, USB slot, so I literally just have a flash drive filled with music. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the same, same concept, same but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Very good point. Exactly. Like you don't want to, you know, have your phone be preoccupied playing music in your car or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's where the iPod or an MP3 player is good. But, but nowadays our phones are so ubiquitous. We always have them in our hands. Yeah. It seems silly to break off part of what that device does and make an entire new different device that does the same thing. Yeah. Which is actually the what what really happened was kind of the opposite. Uh-huh. First, where, it was the device that just did you know just played music, and there was one that then just had phone, and they're like, "Hey, then what if cell we, phones of all, yeah, exactly." Same what if we the, duct tape them together? Same thing with the digital camera. You know, they used to have yeah, that too, cameras, that too. And yeah. now your phone, you know, takes better photos than most digital cameras did five years ago, and a camcorder as well, and a camcorder, and what else? I don't know. Video game system. Video game system. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I have a DS, but not many people play handheld games on anything but their phone anymore. Mm. I like the DS because it has a lot of cute Nintendo games that I like. But Plus it has those, two screens. That too. But if they ported any of those to like Android for whatever reason, like, like I don't think they would, but that would be cool. And that So would you would need like two phones to play <laughs> it? <'cause> you... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> They do have, uh, you can download emulators on Android because Android is so open source. Mm-hmm. You can actually download emulators for like Game Boy or NES and play those games on your phone. Mm. Pretty nice. cool. I never tried it yet though, but I don't know, I might. Uh, so yeah, that was our, that was a long Yeah, this ended up being a lot longer than I thought it would be. We got sidetracked a hell of a lot. But by fruit. That's yes. That's why you listen to funk radio. I am fruit. <laughs> so I guess that kind of wraps up our discussion of high resolution audio players and whatnot. I think the um, moral of the story is go support your local record store, children. Yeah. The way music was meant to be played. I'm Barry White. <laughs> You sound so old, Kyle, when you talk about <laughs> records. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if if you're super into high-quality audio and want to spend hundreds or over $1,000 on 
a special player for it, then by all means, go ahead. Um, but if you're anything like us, you may raise an eyebrow at that idea and just mm-hmm. stick with um, MP3, which we obviously aren't saying that's like the best quality you can get. Yeah. But in no, most no cases, it's good enough. No one's saying that. I mean, my whole argument was MP3s are portable for a reason. Vinyl is not portable, but is meant to be listened to into the com- in the comfort of your home. It's an experience. You sit, you listen to vinyl, you don't really do anything else. Yeah. You, you I don't know, watch, you know, cook a meal while you're listening to vinyl. I don't know. But <laughs> it's much more of a hands-on experience. MP3, you know, people put MP3s in and have to don't realize they're playing them in their ears. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, actually... I do remember something I did want to say yes. a while back is that like I stand, MP3s like the and we mentioned this a few minutes ago I mean the compression kind of varies mm-hmm. um, and I think generally the most common type of MP3 is like 128 kilobytes per second or something mm-hmm. um, but I've noticed that um, and you mentioned this a while back um, in this episode where if you buy music from like an indie artist from I don't remember what uh, site you gave in as, as an Bandcamp. example, yeah, Bandcamp or something like that. Usually you get it's an MP3, but it's it'll, if you do get the MP3, sometimes they do have FLAC or something better. Uh, but if you do get the MP3, usually it's a lot higher quality MP3. See, it's like 192 kilobytes per second or something. So I've I've seen 320 or three. Yeah, actually, yeah, 320 as well. So I mean, and I would say there's a difference there even. Yeah. within mp3 yeah i agree um but again i mean 128 versus 320 you're probably not going to notice much difference but you might i don't know mm-hmm. whatever so we should probably stop talking now and let okay. our listeners get on with their lives okay. fun fact uh the funk radio <laughs> episodes are saved out as mp3s um, Damn it! So I was saving them as wave, but you were the one compressing them. Well, we, remember, we, we have to think it. about portability, Kyle. I know, I get it. When I would send you waves, they'd be like two hundred megabytes, right? <laughs> and then, then they we would just, then we would just compress them in MP3 anyway, so there'd be no point, really. Yeah, I, um, I get I get your logic. Yeah, I just was like, "Oh, wave is good," but I, then once I realized we're just compressing them, I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Whatever. Well, I was, <laughs> well, I was doing that for the longest time too, and like the our old source files for these episodes used to be a lot bigger, and it's like, "Oh wait, they don't really need to be." <laughs> but listeners need to hear my buttery voice and all its glory. Well, maybe someday we'll start saving out funk radio as like flack or wave I'll, or something. I'll get it cut on vinyl. <laughs> uh. Okay, well, we'll see what we can do. A podcast on vinyl, that's an interesting Literally concept. Literally the weirdest thing I've ever heard. That would be kind of interesting, mm. though, as like an art piece. Have a podcast that's playing on a record player or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's a really bizarre concept. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I, I guess we'll end it here. Um, if you liked hearing Kyle burp, <laughs> and I thought I really hoped you were going to cut that out, but whatever. No, Damn if it. you like listening to Kyle burp, um, <laughs> then you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/getyourfunk. And since we kind of established that iTunes is archaic, apparently <laughs> we are not on iTunes. <laughs> we're not on there anymore because they screwed us up and, and we just that's why we're not on it because we're too good for them not yeah. that they screwed up our podcast listing 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't deserve our broadcast, man. They mm. can't handle the funk. <laughs> Why won't you love us, Steve? <laughs> or what's the new guy? I don't know. I'm not Tom? an Apple person. Is it Tom? <laughs> Tim. My, MySpace Tim. Tom? No. <laughs> Shut up. I thought, <laughs> I thought that when I said that. I was like, wait, no. No, it's it's Tim Cook, I, I remember now. Yeah, yeah. Why won't you love us, Tim? Well, Tom. maybe we should start saying nice things about iTunes on our show. Maybe then yeah. they'll like us better. Anyway, so go find us on hcn.tv. That's where we post our podcasts online. And they also have other cool podcasts as well if you like gaming or movies, that sort of stuff. And um, just news in general about like what's going on in the world of movies or video games or whatever. Maybe yeah. they talked a bit about CES because apparently we didn't know that was happening. I did. Well, you did, but I didn't. Oh. You're so out of the tech loop, Peter. I know. Go back to your plebeian hole. Well, that's that's why I listen to funk radios to learn about the newest tech. Yeah. Remember we we would occasionally have like Kyle's tech corner where I would just bitch about technology. <laughs> that was basically this whole episode. <laughs> Pretty much. Plus Starbucks. I should do a separate podcast just just called fucking technology. <laughs> I would like, bitch about bitch about whatever out. new technology is out. Freaking 8K, what the hell is that? <laughs> spin-off show exactly something to consider all right well bye listeners thanks for listening listen again next time because that's what you do because you're listeners (laughs) whatever Uh, this has been your host kyle and this has been your host peter and um you are all special and beautiful i didn't know what i don't know what to say each and every one of you you and you and you and you (laughs) <laughs> that last you was really creepy for some reason <laughs> but I felt like you were talking to me personally exactly oh god alright bye listeners <laughs> bye if you want to hear more awesome podcasts like this one visit hcn.tv thanks for listening <laughs>